Welcome to our Clothe with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Thursday, August the 10th, 2023, and it is the feast of St. Lawrence, one of the deacons of the early church and a martyr. Today's reading is from the gospel according to St. John. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, amen, I say to you. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also will my servant be. The Father will honor whoever serves me. So... This is the feast, as I said, of St. Lawrence, and St. Lawrence is also patron saint of comedians. We don't know a ton about him, but we do know he was one of those early deacons and did great work for the Lord. We find him in a couple writings here and there, but the most famous thing about him was that when he was dying, he was being burned at the stake, and as he was already burning up, The torturers asked him if he had any final words, and he said, turn me over. I think I'm done on this side. And just to talk about that for a moment, I mean, that's usually the thing we focus on with him because it's such an extraordinary moment in, in the life of any saint. My goodness. It's, you know, I, I think back to the words of Jesus When he said, when you are called to give an account of your faith, do not worry about what you are to say, because I will be with you and I will give you the words to say. And humor is part of trust, which is part of hope, one of the theological virtues. Therefore, to have a good sense of humor means uh, we have trust in God. There is no laughter in hell. There's lots of laughter in heaven. C.S. Lewis in the Screwtape Letters talks about how it's very important that we laugh. Laughter shows our trust in God. Laughter shows that we are recipients of divine providence, and therefore we don't have to take ourselves so seriously. So in a moment like that, um, the, it's the gifts of the Spirit and the fruits of the Spirit that come forth. If one wants to understand confirmation, why they received confirmation, it wasn't just a photo op in eighth grade. It wasn't Catholic graduation. It was to receive the fullness of the spirit so that the gifts and the fruits would be available for that person to use and mostly for that person to use for the good of others. So the gift of courage is readily available for us if we're in the state of grace and if we've received our confirmation. The gift of wisdom, the gift of counsel, the gift of the fear of the Lord, enabling us to worship God and reverence God properly. But also there are the fruits of the Spirit, love and joy and peace, patience, self-control, gentleness, meekness, generosity, chastity. So these fruits of the Spirit come naturally also to those who are in the Lord. There are many stories from the early church of the great martyrs in those early days, uh, offering themselves up fearlessly 
largely because they were praying and they were very close to God. And especially as they knew they were going to die, their souls were transported. They entered into deep prayer. It was a charismatic moment by, you know, the terms that we would use nowadays, but they placed themselves in the Lord's hands and the Lord took over. The Lord gave them the gifts and the fruits in full abundance. And so some of them, we, we hear these stories of people being ripped apart by lions and they're not in pain. People being burned at the stake and they're making jokes. So this is powerful. It's powerful when we consider the little things that we go through in our lives and we get so upset. And the Lord wants us to have love and joy and peace. This is the lesson St. Lawrence teaches us. That no matter what we have to face, no matter how confusing it is, challenging it is, painful it is, the Lord wants us to be filled with the virtues that we practice, but also the gifts and the fruits that we receive. They're two different things, but they're both amazing things, virtue and the gifts and the fruits. Gifts and the fruits are more readily available to us through the supernatural life, the spiritual life, whereas virtues are things, yes, with God's help. They're also part of the supernatural life, but we have to work at the virtues. So we're called to do both. So St. Lawrence had so much trust in God and the Lord just totally possessed him. We mean this in a good way, the way we were made to be possessed by the spirit. See, when the devil possesses someone, it's a mockery of what's supposed to happen, what we were made for. And that is that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. We do get possessed by another person. And that is the third person of the Trinity. So this is what was going on in the life of St. Lawrence. And it's the same story for so many others. In a couple days, we're going to celebrate St. Maximilian Colby. And the circumstances of his death are very similar. And I'll get to that in a couple days. <laughs> in the starvation bunker, people laughing and singing because he was in there leading them in prayer. So we have an obligation to be filled with peace. This is the message of Our Lady. Peace, peace, peace. Peace comes from prayer. And then that peace we can give to others. It becomes contagious. But one more little point here. I just went long here. Well, no, about six minutes or so talking about trust and humor and laughter. Um, But there's another point here I wanted to focus on just a little bit, a point of meditation. And that is the grain of wheat dying. And let's get back to Jesus's words. I mean, he talks about the grain of wheat. It has to die to produce the fruit. Whoever loses his life, whoever hates his life will preserve it. Whoever loves his life loses it. But he goes on to say, whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, there also will this my servant be. And the father will honor whoever serves me. Dying equals being with Jesus. St. Paul says this very clearly. And he's talking literally about dying. You know, I want to go be with Jesus. However, if it's God's will, I'll stay here and continue to suffer for the faith. Dying equals being with Jesus. And dying doesn't necessarily have to mean death at the end of your life. It can also mean um, the sacrifices that we make. Die to self. We die in baptism. We are baptized into Jesus's death so that we can experience the resurrection and, of course, the coming of the Spirit, the, the fruits of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. So dying means being with Jesus. We don't trust this. This is something we all struggle with, including the most devout Christians. Dying doesn't just mean, oh, I'm going to suffer. Look at me. Woe is me. Dying means being with Jesus. If we are 
participants in the spiritual life, if we are students of the Christian faith, then we come to learn this more and more and more. I'll give you a simple little example here. You're having a bad day, so you go to adoration. You spend time in prayer. You're depressed. You're struggling. Somebody looked at you funny. (laughs) Whatever. You're low on cash. We spend time with Jesus. And I'll tell you, in my own personal experience, man, spending some time with him, especially when I'm hurting, I have far better holy hours when I'm in pain than I do when everything's going well. Because when everything's going well, I mean, a lot of times I'm grateful. I thank him. I tell him, hey, Lord, that was awesome. And we, we think about that together. We you know, In prayer, I'm talking to the Lord about the good things going on. I celebrate those. But when I'm hurting, that's when I cling to him. That's when I say, Lord, help me. Lord, I need your wisdom, your courage, your peace. I ask him to fill me. And that's when I get the greatest consolations, when I've had the greatest pain. And it's not about the consolation, although consolations are part of it. It's a factor. You know, (laughs) we don't pursue things that we hate. We pursue the things that we love. So joy and happiness are certainly important things for the human person. Heaven is going to be filled with joy and happiness. And in this life, we pursue it. But we only realize in pain, in the cross, in dying, that the greatest source of our love and happiness and joy is the Lord himself. Think about it. When you're really in a lot of pain, I mean, yeah, maybe you go to your pool, your hot tub, your massage, your movies, your sports, your food. We do this. We, we go to all our creature comforts and they help a little bit. Sometimes they give us a little bit of comfort. But when we know about prayer and we turn to prayer, it's more than just, oh, I kind of am distracted at the moment. I feel better at the moment. When we turn to the Lord in prayer, we find solutions. And we get that encouragement that everything's going to be okay and that God is with me and I'm fine and we can go forward now in peace, in love, in joy. This is what happens when we pray. This is the lesson that we learned from St. Lawrence more than anything else. It's not just about, you know, as Father Guido Sarducci says, ah, they was just card tricks. (laughs) We're not talking about card tricks here. We're not talking about... Uh, hey, look at me. I can tell a joke while I'm burning to death. I mean, that's it's a miracle. So we revere what's, what happened there. But it's a much greater message. And that is, in dying, we find the prize. And the prize is Jesus. It doesn't mean we're sadistic and now we're going to go out and do all kinds of horrible things to ourselves. The Lord will provide the joys. The Lord will permit the crosses. And in the crosses, that's where he is more than anything else, because that's his mission. That's why he came to earth, to to embrace the cross, to die on the cross, so that when we take up our crosses, he's there in the cross. This is what Jesus is talking about. When we embrace our crosses, that's where we find him. And when we find him, we find love and joy and peace. We find all the answers. And, and of course, the great saints, there's so many saints. Look at all the female mystics of the Middle Ages, all, all the way, I mean, St. Therese isn't Middle Ages, but all the way up to St. Therese. And even Faustina, you read her diary. But look at St. Teresa of Avila, St. Catherine of Siena, St. Elizabeth of the Trinity. There's so many good saints that will just talk about their sufferings and how in those sufferings, they cling to Jesus and then they get the greatest of consolations. They get the greatest love and joy and peace. 
in that suffering, they find the Lord. Padre Pio is another one. When he initially, he didn't understand all his sufferings, but he came to understand it more and more and more that the Lord loved him so much. He desired intimacy with him. And so there's great suffering, but also there's great intimacy. And he just fell deeper and deeper in love with Jesus. Now, Padre Pio got to the point where he asked for more suffering because he saw that when he suffered, he was saving more souls and he was catching bigger fish, as he would say, you know, bigger sinners were coming to confession. All right. So maybe you out there listening to that, I I certainly will recommend that you don't do what Padre Pio did. Lord, give me tons of suffering. But maybe that's something over time you know, each of us in our own particular vocations come to understand that maybe we are called to take the suffering of another in particular cases. And I highly recommend we consider that with a spiritual director uh, and not just do that randomly because that could be very dangerous. But it's a great lesson we learn here today. It's a lesson in what martyrdom is. Martyrdom could be red, giving up our lives. It could be a white martyrdom of just the day-to-day sufferings that we have, especially when they're for the faith. But it's in there that we experience the greatest intimacy with Jesus. And that is the prize. So we win no matter what. Really. That's what our faith teaches us. We win no matter what. Either the focus is on glory and I'm side by side with Jesus experiencing great joy, or there's a cross, there's a suffering, and I dive into his heart when I find that suffering because he's there in it, it's there in him, it's all wrapped up together, and that's where we get the greatest love we could ever experience that no human being on this earth could ever give us. Hope that's a good meditation for you for today. God bless you. Happy Feast of St. Lawrence. Bye-bye.